Hey everyone, welcome to another great episode of the Smooth Business Growth Podcast where we share 15 minutes of fast-paced, pure marketing strategies proven to move the needle in your business. So I'm your host and Captain Lindsay Phillips and I'm the founder of Smooth Sailing Business Growth where we help busy entrepreneurs attract and acquire customers faster through powerful and consistent content marketing. In fact, if you go to smoothbusinessgrowth.com you can download your social media roadmap to help you do just that. But today we are focused on sales, a big part of the entrepreneurial journey for success. And so we will be chatting with a sales expert, with a sales evangelist. He's a sales trainer, podcast host, Donald Kelly. And he is recognized by Entrepreneur Magazine, Huffington Post, Yahoo Finance, um, South Florida Business Journal, and Upstart. Upstart. So let's set sail, people. So welcome aboard, Donald. Woo, I get a little bit seasick, so uh, we got to make <laughs> oh, no. sure we don't go too fast. I'm just kidding. Uh, it's Lindsay. all about smooth sailing for me, baby. <laughs> I am excited for smooth sailing. Being in South Florida, we love our water, yes. so I am I'm stoked to be here. Um, figuratively sailing with you and also <laughs> hopefully physically soon. <laughs> awesome. Uh, I mean, people hate the term sales. They hate everything about sales. And like really as entrepreneurs and solopreneurs that are out there, I mean, we don't have sales teams, so it kind of is on our shoulders. So what are the biggest things that we're doing wrong or things that we're not doing? Yeah, the biggest thing that I would share, and I saw this yesterday um, in a master, in my mastermind, one of the entrepreneurs, and I know it's an issue because I had it mm. and I saw it in him. And here's what it is. As an entrepreneur, we wear every single hat in the organization, every hat. So if you think about it, and what I would, the encouragement I would give you, the assignment for after this, for, for your listeners, is that they they really tracked everything they do. Yes. And what I did was I got a sheet of paper and then each day I would write down what I was doing. So whether it was Facebook posts or whether it were, you know, it was making a cold call or whether it was following up on leads that came to the website or sending emails, whatever it was, I wrote that down and how much time it took me to use a stopwatch. Mm -hmm. And then I started to see over the course of a week where I was spending the most of my time. You do it for two weeks, three weeks, you can really get some oh, good yeah. data and you realize that, oh my goodness, I've just spent 70% of my days doing non-sales related activity. <laughs> so true. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the biggest mistakes that entrepreneurs make is just that because we do yeah. activities that make us feel busy, but those activities that make us feel busy don't, doesn't necessarily mean that they're moving the needle of the organization, which is bringing in revenue. So I then color code, I started to color code and set my calendar to where the activities that were money generating activities, mm -hmm. I colored them green and uh, green. So if I look at my calendar and I don't see enough green Ooh. throughout the majority of my day, then I know that I'm not doing money generating activity and money generating activity could be following up on leads, yeah. reaching out to people. Perhaps it's a networking event. That could be a money generating opportunity yeah. if that's for your, your business or perhaps it's sending emails or follow up emails and social media. I am big on social media and yes. I really recommend that they get your download on social media because that will help them to really focus on that. But, especially when it comes to sale, you can strategically spend your time. So if I am on LinkedIn, I'm going to strategically spend my time on, on things that are, that are going to be impactful to my business on LinkedIn. So reaching out to prospects or connecting with individuals 
those are the activities. So now your, your time are more focused and that could be a money uh, generating activity on yeah. LinkedIn. So make sure your calendar is green. And if you, so that's the activity I would give your, give you guys. And that's the biggest mistake is that we don't spend enough time on sales. So yeah. then we start complaining, man, nothing's coming in, not getting any business. Lindsay, this stuff isn't working. Like I'm getting your leads. <laughs> Fact is you're just not following up on them. So yes. <laughs> I freaking anyway, love that. I am yeah. all, I color code um, my stuff on my calendar. Cause I'm, um, yeah, just kind of anal that way, but I, I, mean so. of, I, but I've never thought of color coding the revenue generating task and that is freaking brilliant. And then knowing whether those colors are in, I've been really good over the past few weeks or the past couple months in, in really training my brain to think about, okay, what tasks am I doing and what is revenue generating and making sure to work that into my schedule. But now that I'm going to have things green on my calendar, I am going to crush it. <laughs> it's going to look like, it's going to be an off-colored Skittle bag. It's going to be all these greens and then some yellows, some reds, some pinks. <laughs> that is my, awesome. My favorite color is blue. So my personal things are blue. Oh, so if I see, you know, in the mornings I can do my personal stuff, you know, like the study and the yeah. running and stuff like that. But in the daytime, DK, you're out the window, man. It's the sales evangelist yeah. time. I'll do DK stuff later. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Um, and we, I think, again, we're so focused on attracting the, those leads, right? Um, but then we just kind of wing it after that. And I know there's like, there's follow-up and nurturing. So what, can you kind of map out what stages are in a sales cycle so we can think about all the different elements that we do need to focus on? Yes. Um, great question, by the way, because oftentimes we wing it because we have the, the problem with winging it is that we've done it before like that. Mm -hmm. So we assume that it's, it's going to work every time, but we need to have data business, business runs on emotion sometimes, but you've got to have data to be able to make those emotional decisions. Uh, so what I mean by that now is, you know, you might say, well, this is what I, I just get on the phone with them and I talk and then, you know, we get some sales from that. Well, that doesn't bring in money in the long run. That's mm -hmm. not scalable when you hire somebody else. You can't just tell them to get on the phone. And unfortunately, that's what business owners do when they start yeah. to grow. So the process that you must have is I like to break it down. It depends on the product you're selling. The products, depending on the, and the way you would differentiate it, if you're selling to consumers or to a business. Consumers, maybe you're selling like, um, you know, your hair supply stuff. You're going to sell that to consumer. For businesses, you're probably selling like your services or my, my services, mm -hmm. B2B, where we spend most of our time. Um, so you, you got to have that differentiator. And the sales cycles may differ because a consumer product may be cheaper, which will then make sure your cycle is quicker as opposed to a B2B cycle, which tends to be a little bit more heavier with revenue sure. or investment. So therefore it's a little bit more of a time span. What I like to do is break it up into three areas. So the first part, like you're saying, is attracting, whether that's mm -hmm. through your inbound or uh, this, you know, attraction or awareness, okay. especially if you're doing outbound stuff. So I don't, nobody, you might say this company doesn't know anything about me. They need to be aware of me. Right. That's where we use services like yours, where you can help us to be able to get ourselves out there or we you know, track people or somehow we reach out to them and tell them cold calling or whatever it is, warm calling and let them know that we exist. That's the first level. Once I have your attention, my job is to move to the next step. And that next step is an appointment. And what I mean with each of these steps is that you got to think one step at a time. Too often we think about the close or the money that we don't yeah. necessarily think about the steps. So you find, you make them, you attract them, maybe stuff you share on social media, your podcast, or perhaps you do a, a campaign where you do some, you know, outreach calls, you grab their attention. They, they recognize a pain in their, you know, that they, they, you can solve. The next thing is to have a deeper discussion or first appointment. 
have that first appointment, have the deeper discussion. Some of us, when I sold software to governments, that deeper discussion lasts over like three meetings because we have to get yeah, different departments in. For sure. But for an individual, it may be one or two, you know, small company, one or two meetings. So the deeper discussion is for me and for them to be able to evaluate and see if we're fit. I dig deep in the beginning because that for me is the close. In the deeper discussion is where typically close a deal. You can quote that one. Because what happens is that if you do a, a good enough job at the beginning, mm -hmm. at the end, it's just a natural, let's That's just true. convert. And, and not, after we... Is that where like, don't rush the sale? No, you don't rush that part. You really just want to make sure... There's several things. You want to make sure that you answer these questions. They need, the prospect needs to answer why change, why now, why your company, uh, why that investment, you know, and, and right. you know, basically why spend the money and why this solution. Can we, instead of looking at doing sales training, can I look at doing uh, maybe just taking my folks to a Tony Robbins event instead? Like that's a different comparative in industry solution. But if you want to get them motivated, that's one thing. But if you want to get them to sell, that's a different thing. So we have to help them understand those five things. If we can do that, then it's, we can move to the next level. And obviously in that step, you want to bring up in the beginning part of that, the deeper discussions, I'll just say discussions, is you're, you're, you know, make sure they have the time frame. And that they have obviously their they understand that investment, and obviously mm -hmm. you're, you're dealing with the right individuals, the decision makers. If you can get that in that first couple meetings, then everything else is smooth, smooth sailing. Because nice. the next step is really the proposal or demonstration. Some of us may have a product that we demonstrate, right, right. but we if not, we have a solution. So we talked about it, and what we will do. Now I'm going to demonstrate maybe over Zoom or go to meeting and show you on a whiteboard or you know or, or you know, my PowerPoint, how we're going to execute this for you and show you the proposal because now I'm showing you the proposal because we already talked about the investment in the deeper discussions. So now it's a natural buy product. And as we get to that portion where we have the deeper discussion, what uh, the, the, excuse me, as we have the, the proposal and the proposal review, because I don't just send the client the proposal and say, Hey, get back to me. Yeah, we exactly. sit down and we review it together over oh, Skype or wow. go to meeting and that way you can eliminate any room for error, any false judgment that they may have. They might read something and say, oh, Lindsay didn't tell me about that. You just didn't understand the terminology. So now I can right. clarify as we're going to, through it. And then now we get to the very end of that proposal. Then I will send you the physical copy or I use PandaDoc so they can get an electronic copy. And then they can, um, we can plan the next step. Every, every step that you do, your goal is to get the person to the next step. Now, after the next step, which is the uh, proposal review and the demonstration, is a conversion, and that is to get them to onboard. And at that point, you hypothetically have had everything that you need to know. They have everything that they need to know. So you'll say, you know, Lindsay, based on what your goal is to increase revenue by June 1 and to get the system in place, we will need to start by March 3rd. Um, so here's what I propose. Let's go ahead and do that. Um, any questions that's going to prevent you or anything that will prevent us from moving forward based on those, those set goals already? Nope. Let's do it, Donald. And then let's go ahead. That's how easy it would be. But you, what typically happens, salespeople rush to the first part yes. and then they get to the end and they're trying to negotiate now and, and trying to say, well, oh, you, you, yeah, yeah. You know, can I get back to you? Can I follow up, follow up, follow up? It's like, no, come on, man. Dig deep, dig deep up front. And then it makes it easier at the end. And I like reviewing it with um, the prospect because sometimes, you know, you understand all your jargon and your stuff, but they may not understand it. And I guess it gives you the opportunity to overcome their objections in live time. 
Yes, yes. Because you can feel the hesitation. If oh, I'm yeah. doing a, 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 you know, something like this, and I hear the, the awkward silence, it's like, oh, I didn't know we we're going to do, you know, we have to do this and this and this. Like, I see there's some hesitation there, Lindsay. Like, yeah, Donald just didn't realize this part. No worries. What is it about it? Well, we just don't have the bandwidth to get all this stuff. Let's not even let that be an issue. Yeah. We'll take care of that. But now you can real life feel and you just, yeah, objection recovery or, or fix those things yeah. before they become an issue. So, I love that. That is really wise. And before we close out, what is the biggest success tip you can give to helping close or the ask, if you will? Because we are, are really, we're, we're all really pretty bad at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the biggest thing I would share is, is, is us. Is us making it a big deal. People love to buy, but they hate to be sold. So if I am doing a good job, if I'm talking to you as a business owner, I know what you have to offer is going to cost money. And I know that I'm going to have to pay you. But what happens in the mind of the entrepreneur, especially the technology entrepreneur, not necessarily a technology person, but a tech person, the person who started a business, is that he or she may just be afraid or uncomfortable, so they push that uncomfortableness to the prospect. But just ask. Just yeah. don't even say, you know, let's go ahead and do a close. You know, you just say, say it just like this. All right, Lisa, Bob, David, whoever it is, in order for us to hit that goal that you have, we need to start our setup will need to happen. We need to get these things in place by this date and this date. Does this still make sense for you? Great. Is there anything that would prevent you from us, from us going forward? Any questions you might have, something that didn't necessarily recognize? Perfect. All right. So what do you propose that we do now to, that who, you know, oh, how soon do you think you can get us to sign agreement? Great. We can sign it right now. Whatever your process is, I'm yeah. just trying to wing it based on what a variety of for people sure. businesses may be. For my business, it's simply like, okay, in order for us to do that, go ahead and sign the proposal and then let's go ahead and get started. What's that, what's that's going to do is kick off this plan. And I showed them a plan. Once you get signed, once you kick off, this is what's going to happen. This is what's right. going to happen. This is what I need from you guys. And it's a roadmap. Just like if you were onboarding me, you probably would have certain things. Yeah, Donald, I need these things. I need these pictures. I need these stuff. So we need to get that stuff in place before we get started. And that's all it is. Don't make it a big, awkward situation. They already know. <laughs> they already seen the value. Just ask them. Let's go ahead and get started, baby. I'm yeah. ready to have some fun with you. What is it going to prevent us from making this happen? I love that. Um, and it's very assumptive that yes. of course they're going to go with you. So yeah, what do we need to get started? And yeah, I love that. Just get out of our own heads. The, the mind block that I've had, I, pres I presume something was wrong. And I pushed it onto my client when actually mm. nothing was wrong. It was me being awkward or afraid. So, but when I just was natural and just talked to people, we already built a great relationship. They yeah. like me, uh, you know, it's just kind of like, let's just keep going, baby. Let's just do this thing and have fun. I love that. Well, I have gotten, even for myself, some amazing tips that I'm absolutely going to implement um, right away. So you have moved the needle for me, baby. That is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, that's all we're about. We're all about having a good time and then and, and helping folks move their needs. I love that. Beautiful. Now, how can people um, find you, get more resources, and brush up on their sales skills? Well, considering the fact that many of us entrepreneurs, we have to sell, I and many of us are new to the idea of selling, um, 
over the past five years, I have done so many interviews. I've come to realize what are the major challenges with salespeople. So we actually put together a guide and got one for your community as well. Um, awesome. But you can go to the salesevangelist.com slash sailing. You can download these guys, the top challenges that new and struggling salespeople have. And I'll just say sellers because entrepreneurs, yep. we face that Absolutely. and how to overcome them. So I'll give you some specific challenges that I've seen, the top ones, and then yep. some ideas of how you can overcome them. So if you'd like that, go ahead and download that and um, go ahead and you can find me there and all of my contact information. Or if you just want to be friends, you can find me and all the information there as well. And I'll be more than happy to be friends with you on LinkedIn. Perfect. <laughs> and I know I'm a part of your awesome Facebook group. Um, is that open for anybody? It is open for anyone at all. It's called the Sales Evangelizers, the Facebook community, and people share thoughts, insights around sales, ask questions, get the accountability, and just come together to yeah. learn and improve their sales skills. So, I love that. It's, and uh, it's just a helpful, to like, even to get the posts and what other people are saying, just to get those reminders that we need to have that sales brain on, you know, um, if not oh every goodness. day, at least every week. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So true. Awesome. Thank you again for all your amazing input. So that is this 15 minute cruise to move the needle in your business, folks. It's come to an end already. Thank you again, Donald, uh, for coming on the show. It was an absolute honor. Thank you so much, Lindsay. And I appreciate all the great value you share in the community here. Thank you. Oh, thanks. And so folks, that's it. And if you're looking to achieve faster growth through blogs, videos, podcasts, social media marketing, of course, look no further than smoothbusinessgrowth.com so you can take off one of those hats and sail forward. So have a profitable and productive week and may the winds always be at your back. Mm -hmm.